It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, Bart Moraz and John Suter. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. This episode of the E-Commerce Minute is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk, and you're back in business in no time. And for being a loyal E-Commerce Minute listener, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you'll never overpay. Save time and money on mailing and shipping with SendPro Online. Starting at $4.99 a month, you can qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. Calculate exact postage online and print labels right from your PC. So go to pb.com slash minute to access this special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash minute. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. It's e-commerce minute episode 581. In today's episode, Bansky Gross Domestic Product Store is now online. There are many ways that people describe the infamous Banksy. Whether it be a vandal or a street artist, Banksy is an anonymous, English-based street artist, political activist, and film director who has been causing a ruckus since the 1990s. Now the anonymous icon is making waves in a different way. Banksy's merchandise is now up for sale on his new website, Gross Domestic Product. In classic Banksy fashion, the website is a little tricky to navigate. In an effort to make things more democratic and mostly to keep things off of eBay, Curious buyers are asked to register their interest for specific items before they can actually purchase them. Through this system, applications are grouped by the item and time period they were submitted. According to the site, an independent third party will then randomly select a specific time frame for each item and only evaluate applications received during the selected time period. The tiebreaker submissions will be determined based on what the independent evaluator deems, quote, the most apt and original, unquote, with the number of applications selected corresponding to the stock of relevant items available for a purchase. Products on sale range from as little as 10 pounds for an empty spray paint can to 850 pounds for the Union Jack stab-proof vest that British rapper Stormzy wore during his headline set at this year's Glastonbury Festival, as well as a non-functional clutch bag made from a brick. The products also have witty descriptions under them, like how the baby mobile is designed to, quote, prepare your little ones for the journey ahead, a lifetime of constant scrutiny, both state-sanctioned and self-imposed, unquote. Now, uh, theater of the mind, the baby mobile is a mobile that hangs over your baby's crib that is also surveillance cameras. <laughs> it's, I'm looking at it right now. Brilliant. It's quite something. Brilliant. The online launch comes a few weeks after a physical Banksy store randomly appeared in Croydon, South London. But while the store was visually captivating, shoppers weren't actually allowed into the store. Instead, curious patrons had to look through the display window to see the pop-up, which was later described as just a showroom. Banksy then claimed he was forced to release the branded merchandise online following legal action from an unnamed greeting card company that was trying to, quote, seize legal custody, end quote, of his name. The website is live, and you can check that out at shop.grossdomesticproduct.com. Cool. 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 So do you guys know anything about Banksy? Do you guys know anything about street yes. art? Yeah. Yeah. I've just... I mean, it's, it's, it's like one of those names. It's like everybody kind of knows what it is, but they don't mm-hmm. really know what it is. Mm-hmm. And he's just not known. Nobody knows who he is. They're like, is there are person? rumors to who he is. Okay. So the one rumor that he was the lead singer for the band Massive Attack. If you also look uh, on, I was going to say WikiLeaks, but you don't want to go to WikiLeaks. You want to go to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> 
According to WikiLeaks, uh, he is brain. a traitor to the no. So the two rumors are he is Robert Dalnaja, aka 3D, the frontman of the trip hop band Massive Attack. Or he's Jamie Hewlett, English comic book artist and designer known for Tank Girl and the band Gorillaz. Uh, both pretty legit uh, credentials there. But again, no one knows who he is. No one's really seen the guy. It's pretty impressive in this day and age that someone of this global stature, given whether you're into it for the art, the politics, the films, or whatever, can still remain anonymous. So uh, is Banksy a collective? Is Banksy a single person? Right. How is Banksy protected? How how does this man continue to walk around anonymous, yet all of his social and political art uh, are, is usually a commentary on surveillance and the police state? I think it's pretty ironic. Or, <laughs> or even better, what if, what if it's a woman? I don't think it's a woman. I don't think it's a woman. There's is there like any... proof against it being a woman? No. Look, it's a... Uh, um, okay, so he started out as a graffiti artist and... Um, I may or may not have been a graffiti artist when I was a teenager. That is not something a lot of girls do. Um, yeah, it's right. a very from there. That's just the thing that the little boys, little immature boys, do. They write on things. That and he's be been the, around for a very long time, so it's kind of like, just kind of given. That would be the gag of the century, though. Yeah, it sure would. Saying. That yeah. would be the gag. That's why I'm like, Ooh. although my favorite, my I'll favorite, be optimistic. my favorite piece of art that he sold was that that. Uh, the thing that shredded it. The oh yeah, that was painting. Cool. That was cool. <laughs> and everyone was like, <gasps> "What is happening?" Yeah. So, so th- no matter what you think about Banksy and his art, uh, there's definitely an a, a incredible level of creativity and wit, and a lot of humor. Um, I think the stuff is really great. The unfortunate thing of this, and I'm looking at this website. So, okay, by the time of this recording, I guess a lot of the stuff has already been sold, but that's okay. It's still pretty. Interest, it's still a pretty interesting concept. What has happened with street art and art, I guess art in general, is that uh, there's a high level of people just ripping you off. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's really sad. I've had my artwork ripped off. I've had people steal artwork from me. I don't know what can be done about it. There are, there are ways that you can copyright images and things. There, there is a new service out there. There's a service called Pixie. Um, you basically sync your images to the, you can sync your images or your photographs or any other things that you want to protect to this service. And I think it fingerprints the image and you can check and see if someone's stolen your, your image. And then you can submit a case for resolution, send a takedown, uh, really go after these leeches. But if you do a search for Banksy, there's so much ripoff Banksy art out there. It's I would love to know what he thinks about that. I'm sure he doesn't think it's a compliment, um, but I guess at that level of art, he really doesn't care. So what we're really talking about is selling things online. Um, So this was a, this was an interesting way to sell things online. There, there, obviously you can buy and sell art online. That's been around since the internet itself. But what they did was they gamified this, this collection of art. Um, Brittany, what, so what did they do? They had this contest and then they, they selected, but there, there's no real prices on here. So did these people, was there prices on here before? Or? Yeah, there there were when I There were prices. The okay, because yeah. I'm looking at the site now. Everything's out of stock because we're putting this after the fact. Yeah. But yeah, there's some interesting stuff on here. It um, reminds me of the IKEA. Yeah, event. IKEA did that thing last year, right? What was that? 
where they um, were like selling those rugs and oh, you right. had to like really like the rug in order to buy. We did a podcast on it. Yes. Episode 504. Ikea will sell you a rug, but only if you really love it. You had to, what was it? You had to write a love letter to Ikea to tell you how much they, you love the rug. They literally tracked like your heart rates. <laughs> like you had to wear like a piece. And it would like track like how your body was literally like emotionally reacting. Yeah. See, I love that. I, I love yeah, this cool. kind of, yeah, it's, it's, I guess, I don't know what you would call it. Interactive commerce or, I mean, obviously everything's everything in here, everything we're talking about is a marketing gimmick. So let's just not, let's not get <laughs> confused here. It's all about marketing, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love that kind of stuff. You know, real creative marketing. Um, but again, the art world is tough. There's so much counterfeiting and other and whatnot. But there was something that came across my radar last year. This company called Masterworks allows you to buy partial shares in art. Um, you can buy, you can invest in top tier blue chip investments with other people. So you could buy a Monet. You could give a hundred dollars and buy a, you know, contribute toward the purchase of a Monet. Bart, what would you call that? It, where it's group investing? What, what's the name for that? I mean, it's just, it's not investing in stocks, but I mean, it's partial. Point? Yeah. But what the heck would you call it? Um, crowdfunding. I'm, well, it's, it's not, almost crowdfunding. Not, yeah, um, it is, but it's, it's not in the same because you don't get the product. Right. So yeah. You don't get it. You're investing in a property, physical property. Right. So, um, there's the other one, uh, with cars they buy. Yeah. Like, like old school cars rally road we did a podcast on that as well that was episode 251 back in ye old days i am actually investor in rally road i own like five or six cars i don't own the cars i have like shares in a car and once the once the car goes for sale they basically set up an llc for each car and it becomes a piece of of investment property um and for as little as 50 bucks you can you can own a partial share in a classic car. And then whenever they feel it's time to sell the car, they'll say, okay, we're taking bids. Who wants to buy these, these, the 78 BMW. And it's something that you paid $50 a share for could now be worth $75 a share. So it's pretty neat. And it's fun. It's fun. Masterworks is kind of the same thing you can buy. They had, they started out with, they did a Warhol and then they did something else, which is really interesting. If you're into art, I know that I couldn't even afford a knockoff Warhol from Ikea, let alone an actual Warhol. So stuff like Honestly. this is really cool. I just um, love how so many artists and brands are like really taking advantage of like dropping and exclusivity and people have to have it because it's Banksy's line. Like I have to have that brick purse because nobody else will have it and stuff like that. Like so many people are starting to take so much advantage of how much people love to feel like they're individuals well the I art like world is kind of the art world's kind of strange because there are people who are artists and then there are people who wish they are artists and then there are people who just like the art art scene and then there are people who like really appreciate art like there was that mm -hmm. one documentary about that couple all they did was collect art and they lived in this little apartment in new york city and they filled their apartment with work, artwork and then they both got really old and decided to start selling their collection. And it turns out it was like hundreds of millions of dollars worth of art that they had stashed in this little New York apartment. Those are the people that truly love art. They wow. spend their lives curating art. Then there that's are people who are just like, I have too much money and I'm just going to throw it around. And that's why now if you look at the art, the art world itself, 
it's giving better returns than the stock market because something like a Banksy will sell for $2 million one year, five years later, it'll sell for $11 million. You can't yeah, get those I mean, kind of returns anywhere. No. And it's just, as long as he stays relevant and, and it is like, that just, just that whole stock goes up. Right. Well, you know, when artists make the most money, when they die. When they die. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not making, I mean, the, what was the latest, like his, his, uh, what was that? Um, the developed permanent painting sold for $12 million. He didn't get any of that. That was sold through a third party. Somebody owned it. That's not him selling it. So he didn't sell that. He sold he it to somebody else already, right? Yep. Yeah, it's so, crazy. So people, like, that's, if you think about it, that's, you know, where, where the whole market it looks like. Right. Everybody uh, thinks Banksy got $12 million for that painting, but he didn't. He got whatever he sold it for originally. Right. I mean, he, I mean, you know, Salvador Mundi sold for $450 million, but Da Vinci didn't get that money. Right. Right. <laughs> art is sold in the, in that circle and stuff like that. And like I like art and like I love Bansky's guy because he's just, you know, it's that yeah, whole it's humorous. Rock thing. It's humorous. Right. It's, funny. it's punk. It's very but cool. End of the day is just paint on something, right? Yeah. Well, Bart, I'll take offense to that because that you know, people say to me, Oh, can you do this for me? I'm sure you can do it real quick. And I say, All right, I'll draw them something and say, Okay, that'll be three hundred dollars. It's why does it take why did it cost three hundred dollars? Because it took me because it took me 30 years to learn how to draw that fast. I'm I never said that's not true. I'm just saying it's just paint, like it's the value. What uh, so you're talking about just the physical, the physical yeah, thing physical, of it. Yeah. yeah it's physical. just paint. No, no, no. I'm not saying the value or what people perceive the value of it. It's just the physical. Right. Part you, of you're it. talking it's, about, you're talking about the brass tax of it's just paint on board or whatever. $5 of yeah. paint, you know? Yeah. You can turn $5 worth of wood into gold, baby. If you got yeah, some talent and you got some, right. uh, you know, now, unfortunately, the knowledge, of, <clears throat> the knowledge of doing, getting to that point where you can do that is sure. where it's, well, you have to have the talent. But I think the problem with art today is everything is about everything is about what kind of buzz you can create for yourself, and it's yeah. not so much. Yep. Do you know how many artists are just struggling in anonymity because they're too afraid to show their work, or they don't know how to get their work out there, or they're just they're just like. I'm not good enough, you know. But that, that's said to that's said to all the artists, or let's take it to our world. It's said to even graphic designers or designers sure. itself, right? Or developers. Like, think about how many developers are in there having these ideas in their head, but they're like, "No, nah, I can't put it out there." Yeah. Too- you know I mean, it's the same. You know, I think code is art, and it's it's definitely there. But it's you know, how do you put that out there? Like, it's it takes it takes somebody to push it push it towards that. Yeah, yeah. You just got to put it out there. Um, Allegedly, Banksy's uh, estimated net worth is fifty million dollars. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely made. He definitely is making plenty of it. That shmoney's. Yep. My net worth is fifty dollars. <laughs> Yay! I'm actually in the negatives right now because of my damn card. Brittany and I both had our debit cards um, hacked literally on the same day. So thoughts and prayers. Brittany, Brittany, why don't you tell us about today's sponsor? Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. 
Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk and your back to business in no time. And for being a loyal e-commerce minute listener, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay. So save time and money on mailing and shipping with SendPro Online. Starting at $4.99 a month, you can also qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping, calculate exact postage online, and print labels and stamps right from your PC. So go to pb.com slash minute to access this special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash minute. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. All right, we'll close up with some depressing stat time. The most expensive painting ever sold was in 2017. Leonardo da Vinci's Salvatore Mundi sold for $450.3 million. Sotheby's New York just sold Claude Monet's 1890 painting Mules for a record-breaking $110.7 million. It was the most for an Impressionist work. And just a few weeks ago, Banksy's devolved Parliament painting was sold for $12,142,893, breaking his previous record multiple times. You guys got anything else? That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So remember, if you're an artist, you only get rich when you die. That's your e-commerce minute for today. We'll see you on the internet tomorrow. I'm depressing. <laughs> That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion, or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy. <laughs>